podcast, Johnson. I want answers. No. You are listening to I Want Answers. No, the podcast where guests are asked specific questions on a topic to answer immediately and without hesitation. I Want Answers. No. Welcome to I Want Answers Now. Tonight, I have with me two guests uh, to talk about. Uh, we're going to fantasize our ultimate Saturday morning cartoons. And uh, I don't think I specified, uh, but it didn't. It could be any cartoon. It didn't have to be a Saturday morning specific cartoon. So whatever floats your boat. If you want to change it up, I'm not going to judge. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. What you were eating while you were doing that, and then what you were doing afterwards. The two scenarios, whether it was a uh, rainy day and you had to stay in and something else is always on afterwards to enjoy or what you went and did outside or what you played with afterwards, because that's what you do when you're a kid. You just have fun. You eat food, watch, watch dumb shit, and then you, you go have more fun. So that's what my kids do. Yeah. That's, that's my, well, my son. Yeah. He does that too. He's I still but, just do that. It's YouTube now though. It's not, it's different. Yeah, true. It's Although different. my son is huge in the Simpsons, so he will watch that a lot. Oh, well, that's okay. On Saturday mornings. No, just in general. I and mean, there is no Saturday morning anymore. You know what I mean? Like it's it's, Not, it's no it's Saturday bad. morning uh, event cartoon. You know? Yeah. But by the way, I have a uh, I've, I've been from Fright Rags. Uh, How's it going? Horror, horror merchandise, horror clothing, and whatnot. I believe he's he's sporting his own brand, if I'm not mistaken, right I now. Am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. And then we have uh, independent film director Edward Payson from California with us as well. Thank you both for, for taking the time and uh, and joining me uh, to do this. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I just want to kick it off with, uh, well, actually, I like to ask a random question related to uh, to the to the podcast. Uh, nothing crazy, but uh, like, what do you guys have for dinner tonight? That was a popular question I asked once before. Well, it's seven o'clock, so I haven't had anything what, yet, but what are you going to have? What are you going to have for dinner? Uh, actually like literally five minutes before the podcast was like hey your chicken and vegetables are ready and i was like oh, i don't have time to eat them so i'll have to eat them cold after oh, so you're 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 having ruined dinner yes i'm sorry <laughs> worth it oh yay all right well you don't know that don't say that yet we just started <laughs> uh ben what'd you have for dinner tonight i had grilled pork chops and tempura cauliflower it was good oh. and salad that we from our garden out here, so it was good. Nice. Did you do? Uh, do you uh, have applesauce with your pork chops? I love pork chops and applesauce, so we didn't have it tonight. <laughs> oh, okay, but I'm glad you like it. Yeah. Do you guys? Do you guys hate when places say tempura cauliflower? They don't tell you it's tempura cauliflower. They just put vegan chicken wings. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I <laughs> love them, but yeah, I know that a lot of different terms for them. I yeah. didn't know that was the thing. Mm -hmm. uh, have you had cauliflower steak before? No, it's just like an entire head of cauliflower yeah. like, marinated and cooked in a. It's really the way I've had it. It's really delicious, but it's like it's a huge thing of you just eat the whole thing and it's it's good. So, I had tacos. Yay! <laughs> I made them myself. Mm, I love and tacos. They, yeah, yes, we every week we have tacos. None of that old El Paso stuff either. <laughs> What, what, what do you? What do you? You probably get into cereal first before you sit down, plop in mm -hmm. front of the TV. Mm -hmm. To uh, so I, I have a weird thing with mine. My Saturday mornings, half of mine, because uh, Edward may understand this. You were from New Hampshire originally, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Okay. And I'm being from Massachusetts, 
I, uh, my sport of choice growing up was Kendleton bowling, which happened on Saturday mornings sometimes, usually a little bit later in the morning. But so I, I wasn't always there for my precious cartoons because I had to go and bowl my junior league and get my average up. I, I missed out on some of it because I had to Kendleton bowl. You ever done Kendleton bowling, Ben? Do you, any, any no, idea? I, know, I know Kendleton bowling. I've never been, though. It's always no. it's very interesting, though. Next time you visit your friends in Marlboro, Marlboro uh, yeah, try to get them to take you because there's going to be somewhere around you can. And if they if they say real bowling, that's wrong. It's Kendleton <laughs> bowling and ten, they mean ten pin bowling, but it, that's what my wife calls. She calls it real bowling, and I get mad about it. That's funny. Very offensive. Anyways, uh, yeah. So what what were you guys? Uh, well, breakfast of choice. Well, I mean, we my mom would go shopping Friday nights, so we generally had a good supply of cereal that morning. Um, and, you know, we all got to pick out like a good cereal that we wanted, you know, like a fun cereal. So it was usually Cocoa Puffs was a good one. Cinnamon Toast Crunch was always a good one. Or Fruity or Cocoa Pebbles were definitely on the menu. My mom hid her box of Golden Grams because it was hers. So if you found it, that was always like, like a nice treasure. Like, oh, I found mom's box. I'm pouring myself a bowl. So. <laughs> But it was always cereal. It was always just cereal for me. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, same yeah. here. <laughs> uh, dude, so mine was always if it was a cereal, then it would be between cinnamon toast crunch, which is the one I picked, or cookie crisp. Um, mm. But as I got older, I kind of mm. fell out of the cookie crisp because I think they changed the recipe to be more mm. healthy. Mm. But if it wasn't that, I would always have my mom make peekaboo eggs, which I. Assume is not something a lot of people know what it is. Maybe my mom just made All it on the toast. Yeah, basically you just like take like a, a a bottle or a jar and you cut out the middle of the toast and you make the egg inside the middle of the toast. My wife does that for our son now. So we call it we call it eggs in the middle of toast. Very original. But we fold, <laughs> I love my favorite part was you fold the bread over and take the bite out and that's what makes your circle. Oh. Right, yeah, yeah, and then you could like if you make it a uh, sunny side, you can actually like dip it into the uh, yeah. egg yolk and stuff. I love, I love that. Uh, Toads in a hole is another uh, one they call it. Yeah. My wife calls it egg in a basket. That's how she ah. knows it. But they all work. Yeah, when I saw a peekaboo egg, I was like, "Is this a game he played, or is it a?" F I didn't <laughs> know if it was a food or like what it was. Was it a cartoon? Could have been anything when you when you sent me that. So I'm glad I know now. Uh, I, I was a, a mostly a cereal person too. Uh, I had fruity pebbles as my top one. I love fruity and cocoa pebbles. What I didn't like was how soggy it got, how quickly it got soggy. Yeah. I still ate it, of course, but uh, but I also I was big on tricks, Fruit Loops. I like all the yeah, fruity cereal. Fruit Loops good apple uh, ap um, apple jacks. Apple jacks. Thank you. Apple jacks. Yes, didn't taste like apples, but no. it was. <laughs> uh, I also like Count Chocula a lot. And that I'm thinking about it. I have to have a marshmallow one in the fruit. Uh, Lucky Charms. Yeah. Yeah. Captain Although, Crunch, though. Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries was a good one. Yeah, but Captain Crunch, the roof of your mouth suffered. Oh, never, yeah. uh, that stayed crunchy for too long. It did. And honestly, when they released all berries, I thought it was the going to be the best thing ever. And I realized it's too much of a good thing. Is it it's too sweet? Was it Oops All Berries? Yeah, Oops All Berries. Too yeah. much of a good thing. Funny you story, the original. Originally, it was called "Oh shit, all berries," but they had to change it because it was geared towards kids. So. I thought it was called Dingleberries. <laughs> Dingleberries. The when back of the box we were, was a was a pantsless Captain Crunch. <laughs> when I grew up, we were super poor, so we would always go to like 
well, not always, but a lot of times we would go to the secondhand places or like the uh, discount places. And uh, the discount places would have all the stuff that was like discontinued or not selling well. So you get all these weird flavors. There was like a birthday cake, Captain Crunch, and like Ooh. weird stuff like that. That was that was where I first found uh, French Toast Crunch. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it good? French Toast Crunch was around. I came back for a little while. It's, it it's good. It's not as good it's as a little, cinnamon a little toast. toast. Crunch, but it's yeah, yeah. They're actually shaped as a little toast, whereas you think cinnamon toast crunch would be shaped as toast as well. Right. Yeah, but it was just like squares of whatever. It right? was like those um. Oh, I was going to say, like, Cinnamon Toast Crunch to me was always like those little cinnamon swirl things you get at Taco Bell. Right. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I don't know what it is. My favorite. But, but I'm thinking of the jingle now. The uh, I don't know if you recall the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It was the, uh, at least for me, like the, the, the three fumbling chefs with their making their whatevers. Yeah. Well, Cinnamon had their own cereal, too, for a little bit. And yeah. those were that, that shape as well. Oh. Was it well, available just in their mall kiosks, or could you get? No, it no. Usually, it was in the store. No one bought it, so it was, was in stores. I was, like I, was being a, I was being an asshole. Totally being an <laughs> asshole. I, th- I was going to say, I think it's funny about the cinnamon toast crunch commercial because those were always cinnamon toast crunch like little guys that wanted the cereal, and I always thought that was a weird cannibalistic thing happening with that commercial. I think there's a lot of commercials. The mascots had a desire for it, and they never got it. The Trix Rabbit, Lucky the Leprechaun. How can you be the the cuckoo the, the cocoa bird there? He, they all you know they all had issues. They were the mascots. They represented the cereal. Yet they were, they were you know, they were they were kept from having it. Pretty messed up if you think about it. Dark yeah. times, in the eighties for cereal. <laughs> all right. So uh, no, do you? Are there even cereal commercials anymore at all? Yeah, um, there's still I think new commercials. If it's on network, like I think we watch the news at night while we have dinner. That's Otherwise, again, my son, he's watching YouTube or I'm watching YouTube. I don't I don't know anymore. It's so yeah. different now. A good point. Yeah. Uh, hey. <laughs> it's getting sad. Let's let's turn it back around. Yeah. OK, so uh, what's what's first on your list uh, that you're going to watch again? Didn't have to be specific to a Saturday morning. You could do whatever you whatever you wanted. I did half. I did half and half in mine. Edward, you want to go? Sure. Um so mine was a really weird show that probably not a lot of people watch called Mr. Bogus. Uh, and it was like this small, it was, it was half claymation and then half traditional animation. And it was about this like little yellow creature that basically like lived in the walls and like mess with the kids of the house and stuff. And uh, basically it was just, he was Mr. Bogus. He was like, it, it would cut to like random like lessons and, uh, like, oh, this is why you should brush your teeth or this is why you should uh, go to bed early or whatever. But it would just randomly without any uh, it basically would say one animation, then go to a commercial, then come back as the different animation. But there would be like, well, why is this animation changing? But it would go. <laughs> it was still Mr. Bogus, but it was 3D anime or I'm sorry, um, claymation back to like 2D animation. Yeah, I watched the intro for that before we came on too, and I was—that's not the one I have questions. I mean, I, I was confused by that one as well because they do show both kinds of animation. They also show he's like in the walls and like was it dust monsters? Yeah, yeah. images now. It's yeah. yeah I don't. Yeah. This was a little bit past my time, so I don't remember it. But wow. Yeah, Edward's a. You're, you're in your early thirties. Thirty-five. Okay. Mid thirties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're we're both older. <laughs> that's uh, okay. almost the same age so yeah you got, we got about a decade on you almost 
Oh, damn. So, yeah. Hey, someone told my one of my coworkers when she started last year, I thought I was about 30. So hmm. nice God. It was. I got, yes. a ta- I got a tattoo with my wife, and the guy thought we were thought I was 50. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. That's and this was like mean. four years ago. That's really mean. Yeah. Did he get the tattoo anyways? Well, it was weird because he actually looked 50 and he was like I, I, 10 years younger than me. So, hmm. whoa. Yeah. That's a, that's a story for a different podcast. It's a very <laughs> weird story. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, Mr. Pogo. Yeah. I, I watched it, but I didn't. It, did, it didn't ring any bells. It was, it was like, what, like a 90s, early 90s, mid-90s? It looked like it started in 91. Okay. Yeah. I. I might have been uh, moved on from my Saturday morning cartoons <laughs> at, that, at that point on. Uh, so Ben, what was your your first choice? So I um, I did a kind of a mix of ones that a couple of these might not have been on Saturday morning, like you said, but I also picked a few that definitely helped define my Saturday mornings when I was a kid. So one of them, I would have to first start off with Elvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. Um, nice. For whatever reason, I really liked Alvin as a kid. Like the chip, the whole thing as a kid. I had the, the, the plush and everything, and I really did watch that show a lot. And I can't remember if it was after school or Saturday mornings. I think it was Saturday mornings, though. I I know I watched the Saturday mornings. I, I know different yeah. regions at that time may have shown things whenever they felt like it. But yeah, for me, it was a Saturday morning. And, and it's I don't. It's nothing that I'm like. It's not like I'm still like into it or collected or whatever, but I just remember for whatever reason that show definitely gives me the Saturday morning cartoon vibes, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Did you ever uh, walk around in like a giant turtleneck sweater, red with a giant A in the front of it? <laughs> no, you didn't. But I'll tell you, I I found I was snooping around for Christmas presents and found the uh, three chipmunks in my sister's closet. And I freaked out. Cause I'm like, I can't believe I'm going to get these. I must, I don't know how old I was. I thought you were talking about like, like this past Christmas. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like everybody forgets Theodore. Mm. Like the one everyone forgets or doesn't want to be when, uh, when you have a costume for Halloween or something, nobody wanted to be Theodore. Well, there's that pause in the song, Elvin, Simon, Theodore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. That other one. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Theodore. Yeah. Uh, do they have a, like a do they have like a sad Christmas episode? Do you recall? I don't recall. I remember the three chipettes that lived next to them or something or whatever they were called. Yeah, the female counterparts. Yeah, I don't know about the sad. I'll have to look that up. I'm interested now. I'm kind of want to dive on it. Now. Something with like a pet that either runs away or dies or or both. It's something like I think yeah, something terrible. So I get up. Sorry about that. Okay, I'm having a beer for the first time in a while. <laughs> I'll I'll uh, start with uh, something that for me was also on Saturday mornings too, and I don't think it was part of one of those like Hanna Barbera blocks. It could have been, but I had specifically a Thundar the Barbarian. Oh my god, it was a biggie for me. Uh, the oh my sorry, my cat is being super weird. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. He had the I believe it was the power sword. It was called. That's would, right. I never watched it, but I know what you're talking about. Okay, I've literally but, never heard of Thundar the Barbarian. That's a man clone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, I uh, wait. If, if I don't know if you want, I do have the intro. If you'd like to see it, just oh, so you can get an idea. Sure. It is very He-Man-ish. I think he um, came before He-Man, right? Yeah, eighty to eighty-one. Oh, so. Yes, just before, but. Um, here, I'll, I'll. It's 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 quick. I'm gonna pop it up. We we won't be able to see or hear each other. It's just gonna be the, the intro. Okay. 
Thundar, the Barbarian. The year 1994. From out of space comes a runaway planet, hurtling between the Earth and the Moon, unleashing cosmic destruction. Man's civilization is cast in ruin. 2,000 years later, Earth is reborn. A strange new world rises from the old. A world of savagery, super science, and sorcery. But one man bursts his bonds to fight for justice. With his companions, Ukla the Mock and Princess Ariel, he pits his strength, his courage, and his fabulous sun sword against the forces of evil. He is Thundar, the Barbarian. Wow. That was great. That last. Yeah. When I watched this as a kid, though, I would always get freaked out at the beginning when they would show the Earth being destroyed. That always, because <laughs> I was like five years old when I would see it. And then the the guy they showed the guy whose like head turns from like friendly yeah. and it re reverse it like it turns into like the angry one. But yeah, it was just like you know this like post apocalyptic world with like weird stuff happening. It was like it, it was sword and sorcery, but like mixed with futuristic weirdness. So. Yeah, no, that was. I think I remember seeing my, my parents were divorced so when I was up with my mom's on Saturday mornings. I remember seeing that over her place specifically. Mm -hmm. So, Thundar, everyone, yay! <laughs> <laughs> I know you both are gonna go check it out right after we're done recording. Uh, I'm, yeah. for, I'm for sure gonna check it out for that's like my favorite genre of uh anything, not just cartoons, but like I literally this, was just watching a bunch of uh sword and sword and um sorcery top 10 lists from the 80s that you've never heard of literally like 30 minutes ago no oh, nice what a dink. yeah and this one has super science as well so big plus what the hell is super science i think they say super science and then he casts a spell that creates a dragon yeah. <laughs> how, how is that super science i don't get it wizardry yeah wiz yeah that's that's what that that's what they call wizardry super science right more respectable <laughs> I think. All right. So it's oh yeah, Edwards number two. Uh, so number two. Uh, yeah, we'll just move right on. It's we were talking about it a little bit, but He Man Masters of the Universe. Yes, we were talking about that before um, you uh, signed on. Tops in my yeah. list, right there. Yeah, having on mine too. We all got Edward. It. You watch. So I'm very intrigued because you're about a decade younger than us. How was that experience for you? Were you watching the original Masters or were you watching the new version? Like, oh no, 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 I was watching. I was watching the original. I'll um. <laughs> You might not be able to hear me on mic, but I'll I'll show you real quick. So I now I, I first got the toys and they were hand-me-downs for my cousin. Okay. So I started with the toys first and then started watching the show, not knowing there was even a show until after I had like ten or twenty of the toys. Oh. And so um yeah, it was it was probably how Mattel envisioned most people would <laughs> Because they were like, toys are first, right? So yeah, toys are first, and they made the cartoons and the comic books to to sell the toys. Yeah, so mm -hmm. just ten years later, but it was the same kind of experience, I would say. That's amazing. That's really yeah. really cool. But I have um one sec. So I don't I don't know if you can see, but the camera froze there. Yeah. Oh, it's coming up now. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> so a big big display case. I have like close to a. Uh, 50 of the figures. I think there's like 75 of the original ones. That's you great. have 50 of them? Yeah, I have 50 Damn. of the 75 and then like, yeah. Bunch no. of Ninja Turtles right here next to me on this side. Now, I have to say, I love the cartoon. I never had the action figures. I didn't have... Uh, oh, here's 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 a part of the reason why, I think. 
I, I mentioned how my, my parents were divorced when mm -hmm. I was very young. So it was just my dad raising us. So, uh, and, and no, no, uh, ill will towards my father. He did, you know, I said I had other stuff too, but I just, I never had any He-Man. I had friends and cousins who had them. So I got to play with them. I loved the ones with the, the battle, battle damage ones. Oh yeah. My, uh, my friend Mark still has one. He has a recording studio. He still, he has a He-Man like just hanging, hanging out in the studio there. But yeah, I personally never had any. So I had to, uh, like proxy by proxy, enjoy them when I was at a friend's house or whatever. Mm -hmm. Be sad. Did you guys have any uh, any favorite characters from the cartoon? Oh man, um, a lot. <laughs> I mean, it, obviously, I for me the villain. Obviously, I love Skeletor, but I loved Hordak yeah. was my favorite villain. Um, he was always my favorite. I mean, the characters are so much fun. Trapjaw, I always liked. Uh, Merman was always silly. You know, it's like uh, how we talked was like, you know, get that water out of his mouth. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, they were all great. I I, I don't remember. It's funny because when I started thinking of figures, I can't remember if they were in the show, like Extendor, the guy that looked like a knight, but you could like pull his arms and pull and make him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't remember him in the show either. Yeah. Yeah. Same with like Moss Man. I don't remember the episode with Moss Man, but I, it's like one of the, he was in the show. He was or definitely Stinkor. in the Oh, Stinkor. Oh, my God. Yeah, my mom Stinkor. did not want to get him for me. She thought he was going to smell like... So he smells like patchouli. Yeah. yeah. Weird. He's hipster. <laughs> <laughs> what about Triclops? Any Triclops fans? Oh, I like Triclops. Great, yeah, yeah. Just in case you could, you could just twist a little bit. I fan all the time. And Orko. Yeah. You like Orko? Oh, I like Drag Orko a lot. Drag store was cool because you could put the ripcord in and pull him out like that, and he had a wheel in his body, and you could let him go. I had yeah. that's actually later in life. I had an Orco that you could do that with. Oh, oh, yeah, that's how Orco came. You had a ripcord, and you just yeah, he had a little yeah. pull under him, and he spun around. I think I still have. I don't have the pull part, but I have the Orco somewhere. That's like my, but I got that in like my twenties. You know, it's, I'll tell you a quick story. When I was a kid, I used to draw He-Man characters, like make up up myself because mm. I was so into it, and I would send them to Mattel, like oh, yeah. ideas. I mean, I was like eight years old, or whatever. And um, I had this one where you would have a clock on him and you would set the timer like a little stopwatch type thing. And when it hit zero, he'd blast apart. Oh. And they ended up coming out with a figure. They steal your idea? Little clocks all over him, but you have a little tube and you press it and he breaks apart. Oh, oh. Uh, so snake, snake face. He's he's a. Uh, he is one of the rarest and most expensive figures right now for the line. Is that, is that original? That's an original one. Wow. Yeah, I have mine too. How much does he go for? Uh, I think when I got him, he was like 125 bucks, and now he's probably around like <laughs> 175, 200. Damn, damn. They're, got... all, they're all they're all they're all pretty. They're all in like the 40s for the most part. There's only have... a few that are in the 20s, but like most of the Masters of the Universe stuff now, especially if like the legs aren't like. Totally just yeah. like elastic because they made like really terrible legs on them for whatever reason. Now um right. they're all worth like a lot of money, especially like most of the He-Mans, besides the ones that were made in like Thailand and Mexico and stuff, are worth like forty-five to like three hundred dollars. I got all of mine still. I've still got my He-Man and Skeletor. My Skeletor's his head's coming off, but he's still in good shape. Like do you have uh, either of you have Skeletor's uh what was his Panther's name? Is it just Panthor? Panthor. Oh, Panthor, yeah. I have Panthor, yeah. Was it it's like the crushed velvet? Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I have the, oh, uh, the same. I have the, <laughs> all the same design. 
yeah, the shoots, the uh, discs. I have my Castle Grayskull on my Snake Mountain. Oh, you do. Did you see Super Seven? Did a, a Snake Mountain? Snake Mountain for like eight. Yeah, huge yeah. one. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, this, again, this goes back to a previous episode when I had the had some bootleg action figure makers. One of them, his uh, name on Instagram is Ocular Rhombus, and his main thing, what he does, he does like a lot of kit bashing, but he takes, I guess, Triclops bodies and he puts um Mamrick cheese heads on them and that says that says like his that's main fun. oh yeah 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 i've seen it i've seen his stuff i think i've seen it too as well yeah so that's 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 what he does um he actually he just did some voiceovers for my my stupid video shit i'm doing right now nice which is nice of him have you seen the guy uh read full things he's actually out of new hampshire oh yeah i follow yeah, him his stuff is he's so good. funny yeah i had uh, him uh, uh how about retro gimmick yep Yep. After gimmick was on, yep. And then who else I had? I had uh, Resin Blood. He's been doing it for a little, like, uh, like a year, but he does he does lots of uh, like resin casting. Like he'll like take like parts of Star Wars guys and like like it's like weird neon craziness. They're I all they're all weird awesome. ones, but usually usually when I buy customs, they're all like Ninja Turtle random mashups. Oh like, yeah. Like right now, I have like a, a Goosebumps, um, Donatello mashup. Hmm. Yeah. And then I have a My Pet Monster. Uh, oh, that's a clever one. Yeah, it's a My Pet Monster. Let me uh, actually. It's it's My Pet Slash. Oh, nice. So here's the regular Slash. <laughs> yeah. It's great for the people not seeing video. It's just bringing up the podcast. 100%. This will be the bon the bonus content for Instagram. I have to video. move some shit to get it out because it's uh behind other figures, but. I guess all we see right now is, is there's a, a still review staring at us yeah. <laughs> right, right now. No more now. Oh, 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 move it to your left. A little more. Let me put a lamp on. Okay. Shine it this way. I think it's kind of actually <laughs> washing it out a bit. More? The, the plastic is like reflecting the light off of yeah. it. Yeah, damn. Well, but they I can, it, I can they picture it in a certain way to where I can take it out without ruining it out of the plastic. Is it like the uh, the magnetic? Uh... Yeah, yeah. Mm, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, that's rad. Yeah, that's... yeah. yeah. A lot of work into it. There's like socks on them and stuff, and like Damn. banana peels, as if he was like just in the trash. <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, that was like two hundred twenty-five bucks. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Uh, the one last, uh, I also had someone, Cafe Plastic, who does, they do their own, like, uh, action figures, too. But they do, uh, it's they call it their Mass Turd of the Universe. It's basically, oh. like, have you seen that? I've, I've heard of it. I think I've seen, it, it, I've seen so many stuff, things on Instagram. It's so. like He-Man or Skeletor's heads, but it's like on, like, a dollop of poop, basically. Oh, my God. But it, they, they look awesome. So, yeah, that's, and he's actually out of Massachusetts, too. Oh yeah, local local boy for me. So yeah, I'm glad we all got the uh, the love for uh, for Masters of the Universe. I like Buzz off too. I just like how he looked. Oh, yeah. He was cool. Yeah. All right. So uh, I don't know. If we even said that Edward. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you, 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 yeah, you, you spoke for all of us on that one. <laughs> so uh, Ben, back to you. Uh, you have one. I do, but do you have one too? You oh no, I absolutely no. Um, <laughs> so I guess the next one I'll say. I'm trying to figure out which order I want to go in, but I'm going to say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. I know. I think um, Edward was. I was on his list too. Yeah. So it was again, sort of in this weird cusp of 11, 12, 13 years old when this came out, and I loved it, and I loved the video game, and I loved the figures, and it was really the last thing I collected in terms of figures 
being, you know, based on a cartoon when I was a kid, that type of thing. I still have all my figures in the and the the bus, the, the yeah, the the VW bus thing and and Splinter and everybody. So I don't know. There, it was a great show, though. It was a fun show. And again, I can't remember if it was always Saturday mornings or was it after school. It, it blurs a little bit my memory, but uh, I was about to ask because I don't remember either. It's a. Uh, I don't. Know, I, I got the um, a couple girls that work with me got me the entire set on uh, animated series on DVD. Oh, nice. Did it come in a pizza box? Was it that one? No, it was like the big clam shells. Okay, um, but it's nice. I just wanted an archive of them. You know, like I just wanted to have them, and I did watch a few of them, and I, I remember it fondly. So. Yeah. Did you ever play the uh, the side-scrolling arcade game? Oh yeah, love that. Of course, one. yeah. Yeah. And of course, the NES game was the hardest thing ever. Which one? There was a. a the, the first one that came out probably was the one you could, is that the one you could like go into this you like there were parts yeah. where you're like it was like further out you were like walking to like like a map kind of thing and you go into the sewers and then you yeah. just kind of zoom in okay yeah 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 there was on the arcade one i for my wife because she was a big fan of it too so one year for her birthday when our son was maybe a year old i i, I found footage online of like the, the final boss battle from the side scrolling arcade one and i superimposed like green screen my son just sitting there it was like it looks like they were fighting him and then my son explodes at the end because they, uh, they defeat my son who's just like this like one-year-old baby just flapping his arms and she actually i'm glad she laughed when he exploded which was a relief and didn't get mad at me right <laughs> it's so funny it was yes thankfully i was always a fan of uh teenage mutant ninja turtles 3 the Manhattan Project. I liked it more than Turtles in Time, more than Hyperstone Heist. I know, like everybody, kind of like goes to for Super Nintendo. They go towards uh, Turtles in Time, but uh, I thought, you know, Manhattan Project was a better made game. It was more fun. It was like there was like a lot of different things to it. It was like most of the stuff wasn't from the show. It was like this weird adaptation. Like you started off on a ship. There was like um, lots of stuff that was just like completely way out there then they went back to turtles in time and uh they cut down the time the game was a little shorter but uh, yeah i always i always I love the cover too i don't know if you've ever seen the cover it's got like um, a bunch of like just aliens on the front and like there's hmm. like you know planet x is in the uh, sky and like yeah it's pretty awesome I forgot to mention that, uh, to my knowledge edward is an avid video game collector and admirer also yeah, you post a lot of uh, like rare shield games that I didn't know even existed for like Genesis and Nintendo and stuff. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, man, that's yeah. My last two movies are video game. So I, I, I in 2016, I basically decided like I'm gonna make everything I love in life become tax deductible. Really? So, so what I did was because I love horror and i love video games i made a movie about a haunted video game amazing yeah so that's coming out this year and then now now i'm doing a documentary that's almost done as well about retro video game collecting and oh, that's opened, yeah that's opened me up to like so much insider stuff like um just to give you an idea I interviewed this guy who basically turned a $13,000 purchase into a $6 million vi uh, video game collection within two years. And he basically said that like the market for retro video games is changing so much because for the first time ever, like grading in, in video games is becoming a thing. So like mm -hmm. all these other 
places like uh, comics, cards, they've had grading forever. And those collectors are becoming a little bit like not fed up, but just like bored. So they're going into other avenues. So why that relates to video games is because they don't know anything about video games. They know things about cards and sports people and stuff. So his idea was, and he started at first and I just kind of pity piggybacked was like all these games that like sports games pretty much become useless when the next year's game comes out. Like you're not going to buy Madden 2008 when Madden 2009, 2010 comes out. Yeah. That now becomes a different thing when, people that from sports cards come in to start buying video games because now you have to worry about who's on the front of the game. So to give you an idea in February, I bought a $13 sealed Kobe Bryant game for the PS two. And two weeks ago, Oh, I got it graded for $60. So I'm still under $80 and I just sold it for $550 this past week. So is that because he passed away? Is that part of it? Yeah. And because like these games, like, no one hung on to them because nobody thought there was any kind or, or at least kept them sealed. Like the whole market is around like sealed stuff. Um, and because nobody kept them around because they thought they were like worthless, there's not a lot of sealed stuff left. And that goes even more like every single year. And I know I'm going on this giant tangent too, but every, <laughs> interesting single, stuff. every yeah. single year, the world record goes up like four out of 12 months of the year for how much people are spending on video games with the world record being broken like this past, I think like two weeks ago, it got for a um, sealed Mario one that was ranked like a 9.8 out of 10. It went for like $750,000 for Nintendo. Yeah. Wow. God, what are these NFTs? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Wow. That's insane. Yeah, man. It's it's a weird world, but sorry for my shameless self promotion. Oh no, no, that's that's fine. I I forgot to ask to you to do that at the start of the show, so shame (laughs) on me. Uh, But I I will shamelessly plug Fright Rags as well. I love you guys. (laughs) Thanks, man. Hooray! (laughs) FrightRags.com. Oh, sorry, Fright-Rags.com. Thank you. Get it right. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna go with another favorite of mine. That was a. uh, I'm gonna go with a non. Saturday morning one this time around, but Transformers for me was another was on my list. Of course, I mean it was it was after school, but yeah. uh, if I could also see it on a Saturday morning, that would have just been extra fantastic. But uh, yeah, that was like we talked about it briefly before we started recording. Like the bad guys were awesome. Like I had nothing against the Autobots. Of course not. Now it's if I always find it strange. Even when I was a kid, there was a ton of Autobots, and there was like seven Decepticons. But there were all, there was a lot of filler oh, on bots. But there were, Decepticon was pretty freaking cool. Yeah, I mean, because Megatron, of course, but Soundwave, Soundwave was he was a uh, shit. Yeah. His voice, I think, I think he had that voice. That's what really made it. Yeah. For me, and and the fact that he had just like a plethora of little <sighs> sentient robots that could burst out of him. Did he have like six at least? I think in the cartoon. Oh yeah, it's a dog, a bird. I don't know. Yeah, 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 a couple birds. Yeah, the, the, uh, was it Rumbler? The one out of is that the one with the earthquakes? Right. Yeah. yeah, also, yeah. He, he boom, has, boom, boom, boom. He had like that, like New York, New Jersey accent, kind of, which That's didn't right. make sense for. Now, I did like the uh, the Dinobots though on the Autobots. Yeah, me yeah, exactly, me Grimlock, because because they weren't really you couldn't con- you can only control them to uh, an extent. Mm-hmm. They would just freak out though and do their own thing, and the Autobots can control them after a while, but. Now it was just such an awesome cartoon, like everything about it. And in the like, I think it came up 
when you were on Black and White Fright last time on the movie, it was like shocking to me that they swore. Yeah. And in this cartoon that I watched after yeah. school every day, they say shit and hell at one point. Did you see it in the theater? No, I did not. Isn't there I, a part where they say, oh, "Are you really fucked? We're really fucked now," or something like that in the movie? Not I, to my knowledge. No, I don't think they drop the F bomb. I mean, they say uh, shit and they say ass, I think. What was it ass they say? I could be wrong. I think the fucked up part I've heard about that, I think it was like a, it's like you hear it, but it's that's not what he says. Oh, okay. I think. Misinterpreted? Yeah. Um, no, I saw that in the theater when I was nine. Oh, jealous. It was seriously heartbreaking i was like wait a minute and it you know you guys have seen the movie it's within the first few you know few minutes or so first even 10 minutes where this shit goes down and all these autobots are getting killed yeah it's crazy it's like wait a minute though that looks real it was really happening and then you know optimus dies and you're like are you fucking kidding me right now yeah like, I, I like i like was, how we actually turn didn't he turn gray too for yeah, some reason? He turns yeah, gray. in so the music, the somber music, when it hits that last note, he just turns gray. Yeah. And, but I, dude, I bought into it. I love where, you know, a Unicron, of course, Orson Welles is yeah. doing a Galvatron <laughs> thing. And it's like a commercial for these new figures. It's like, and you will be, you know, Scourge. And then like, the guy turns around, you know, and it's got the, the vehicle behind it. I'm like, yes. yeah, this is, this is Scourge sold separately. Yeah, in the movie. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> now sure. available at Toys R Us, you know. Yeah, but um, it was awesome because I, I always, I was a fan of Starscream too. But I, you know, it wasn't just the Autobots; he gets destroyed too, in a pretty awesome way. Yeah, because he, he thinks he's a shit, and then Galvatron comes back and he blasts him, and he also he turns like into like not like a statue, but he turns gray and he just gets mm-hmm. turned to pieces. It was, it was. Oh man, it's like I'm getting like little, getting little goosebumps. Dude, it comes out in 4K next month or in July. It comes out in 4K. I can't wait. With the original series, the uh, Generation One, or no, the movie, the movie, the the original movie comes out in 4K. Yeah, Transformers the movie is coming out in 4K. Oh, uh, I love that. Is seriously, still one of my favorite animated movies of all time. The soundtrack too. Oh, it's pretty. Lion Transformer. Yeah, (laughs) and Weird Al. Oh my God! Dare to be stupid, right? Yeah, actually, I was a little scared of the, sh- the Sharktacons when they came on. Yep, those really? were the- yeah. They, oh, I was, you know, I was like, I was a youngin when it came out. A lot to be scared of cartoons. I, I think the interesting <laughs> thing about Transformers that was the first show where I actually liked the villains more than uh, more than the good guy, and that I feel like in the '80s they like really tried to make you only like the good guy. But yeah, that was like one of the shows where I was I was always like Megatron, Megatron. I want Megatron. A gun? Yeah, I'd rather have a gun than a, a truck. Come on. I like how he's yeah. this big and he turns you into a gun this small that Starscream has to fire. Yes. <laughs> and then yeah, he the, fire the bad guy is a truck. But he, I mean, you guys probably know the lore about the two different toy companies that came together to make Transformers in Japan and stuff. So go on. There was so it was a toy company. I'm, gonna, I'm probably butchering this, but you can probably catch up with it with Toys That Made Us and some other things. But basically, there were two toy companies, one that had robots turning into weapons and one that had, I think, robots turning into vehicles. Oh. They ended up like, again, I'm butchering this, I'm probably getting it completely wrong. But basically, they one bought the other. Something happened where that's why you have this weird disparity because a lot of these initial um, Transformers were based off of other toys that were either unsuccessful or whatever. And they just 
you know, recolored them and called them this, you know? Yeah. So it's very interesting to me. Like, cause if you really, I never thought about it as a kid cause they're usually in their robot form and Optimus standing next to Megatron. That seems like a formidable thing. But when they transform, you got a tr big truck and you got a gun <laughs> and you're yeah. like, how does that now, work? When you talk about the logic too of Megatron's size, also uh, Optimus Prime's trailer just comes out of nowhere at all oh, times. Yeah, it just appears. Yeah, it's it just like vanishes. Trailer, you know, it's just whoop, it's there. Yeah, but yeah, also at one at one point he turned into a, um, a it was either a space shuttle or was it a um, a plane, Megatron? He did. Um. Really? Was that? Galvin? I thought he turned into a plane at some point. Like they they made the gun go away because of complaints. Oh really? In oh, the, I have no idea. That was way after my because when I when I watched it, he wasn't even a gun anymore. Oh. Well, I remember the toy being a gun, but I don't remember ever watching the show and him being a gun. Mm, controversy. No. I don't recall that. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I I could see that parents complaining. But my, my other gripe, even as a child, was how come the Decepticons can fly, but the Autobots can't? Right. Even yeah. that they didn't have to transform, they could just fly away. Yeah. No fair. That's but that, that made them cooler, too, because they could fly. They didn't have to, like, oh, roll out, everyone. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Everyone's rolling. Yeah. Or we're, or we're stuck here because we can't fly. Right. Oh, Transformers. Ah, love that ah, Yes. I still right. want, they made something called the, uh, the Mega Drive Megatron, where he turns into a Mega Drive, which is the Sega Genesis, and oh, it's right. actually playable. Ooh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, did you see the Hasbro that released that Optimus that transforms itself? Oh yeah, yeah. It's like got that huge computer in it, and it can do more than even just transform itself. Yeah, you can program it, pose, like all that kind of stuff. I think I might have to buy it. Does it make yeah. the sound? Yes, dude. He talk, it's six hundred and ninety-nine dollars. Oh, and he talks and he have an app on your phone. You can make it do certain things. We can be like Autobots roll out. Oh my God. I mm. think I might have to buy it. I need to make more money. I think I'll drink a little more bourbon. <laughs> make a bad decision. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, back to Edward now with your next choice then. Sure. So uh, you already went over T TMNT. So um, I have Beavis and Butthead. Clearly not a Saturday morning, but um, I had a very short window where I actually watched cartoons because uh, I came from a family of divorce as well. And my dad wasn't going to watch cartoons with me. So like the first movie I saw in theaters at like six or seven years old was like Terminator 2. Um, and awesome. every time I went over his house, we just watched like horror movies and stuff. So I wasn't going to go back to cartoons once I was watching hmm. horror movies at like seven, eight years old. Um, but. Beavis and Butthead was always something. I just loved how it was weird. I had this like old lady who was our babysitter growing up and she loved Beavis and Butthead, but she was like this like 65 year old woman. I remember when her name, her name was Patricia Bodwell. And she's always like, well, that's, that's class. Well, that's class. She'd say that whenever we were watching it and like, <laughs> they would do something messed up on Beavis and Butthead. And she would like, they're such pigs. She would always say they're pigs, <laughs> but you watched it. Yeah. Oh, she loved to watch it. She would like, Every when she came over, that was the first thing she wanted to do. She's like, "You see the new episode?" Oh my god! Yeah, hey. eat all our food, our school snacks. We'd have like we'd have like a family bag of Doritos, like the big family bag. And rather than opening that, she would eat the like individual ones that we were had for school. Even <laughs> many times when our parents said like, "Don't eat those bags," open the big bag for home, and she'd still like go in and like 
eat the individual school portions. Weird. I was like, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah. I'm eating a little one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, did she eat more than one at a time on the little bags? Oh, yeah. No, she like, <laughs> it was like a joke between like me and my stepdad. Like she would, she would uh, sometimes we'd go to open a new thing and there'd be one bag in there out of like the six or eight that it came with. That's and weird, we'd be bro. like, you guys eat these? Like we get blamed for it. We're like, no, Pat, that was Pat. Fucking Pat. <laughs> but she did have a hookup. Like I, I think I, she, she, I kind of um, attest to my, my love of movies because her daughter owned a video store and mm-hmm. she would bring like all the preview copies of movies and just give them to us. Oh, uh, nice. Not preview them herself beforehand. So like, <laughs> I also got my first like softcore porno out of that deal at or way too young. Uh, <laughs> preview copy of some Shannon Tweed movie, but a lot of movies. Like we got the movie. Um, remember the really crappy '90s um, Rumpelstiltskin horror movie? Mm. I feel like nobody's seen it. No, <laughs> but like we I saw that, like, Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. The really cool like uh, the cover was mm-hmm. the only thing good about the movie, but I guess it was okay. Like. Not a lot of people have seen it, but uh, we get all these like second rate like movies that they didn't want to keep, essentially. Hey, free stuff. I think as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, that that'd be a I think a strange thing to see popping up in like ABC Saturday mornings though, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. You get the after these mess after these messages, we'll be right back and I come <laughs> back and it's just that. Like what? <laughs> I <laughs> love you. They were horrible for a season. First season it was like they were killing frogs and doing all this terrible mm-hmm. shit. And they kind of like dumbed them down a little bit and just made them dumb. Yeah. That what wait, what year range was that? I think I had to be in high school when that we were in high school. Oh, it was like yeah. 92 to 94, something like that. If I'm yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, high school. I guess you could have watched that Saturday mornings on MTV. So that true. Makes sense. So since we just yeah. talked about Transformers, it's only natural to go to G.I. Joe. Oh, I thought you were going to say GoBots. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, you know, G.I. Joe was primarily an after-school thing for me, and it's funny because I remember getting home and turning on the TV, and literally within, I think even in the intro, which I don't know how that worked, but the intro, I knew within two seconds if it was a rerun or a new one. And really? I just remember going, or maybe it was just right when the title card comes up or before, you know, when they go to the right after the intro. But I was yeah. like, because I have seen them so many times, and um, I just loved coming home. My, my friend and I remember we were into G.I. Joe a lot later for a lot longer than a lot of my other friends were. So I remember it was this, we were probably 13 or 14 and a, a mutual friend of ours had a bunch of his old G.I. Joe stuff he was willing to sell. So we were like over at his house and it's all on his bed and we're kind of looking at it. It was like doing this like drug deal. We're just kind of looking yeah. on and taking a look. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. And he was selling it off because he didn't care about it anymore. But me and my buddy were like going home making like bases and, you know, shooting. Nice. And stuff. But um, yeah, I love I love that show. I love the movie. And, and Duke yep. would have died in that movie had it not been for all the uproar from Optimus Prime dying. Yeah. You know, they had to dumb that down, unfortunately. But the movie's amazing. I just... The show is great, and I've been doing a rewatch lately. I have the entire series that came in the ammo box. Yeah, um, it's definitely. I got to find the sweet spot. I think Rise of Serpentor was like a sweet spot. Um, I liked the. Do you like was it Pyramid of Darkness? Yes, that was yep. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first one, I think. Right? 
that might have been this. I know they had the first. I don't remember if the first. Uh, the first two or three were like five parters, weren't they? Yes, they were. Yeah. Well, they had because they had whatever the first, and they had the Revenge of Cobra was the second one. Yeah. And then after that, I think it was that's when it became like a actual a show. regular series, yeah. like with like with a five part intro, I think. Yeah. No, Rise of Serpentor was awesome. <sighs> Nobody found strange about Rise of Serpentor. Not gonna look like. No one I think and like, get on my soapbox was how like all the major corporate bad guys got to steal the DNA of someone famous. Yeah. Except in like that Russian frozen crypt, it was just like a random snow cobra yeah. guy he took it away. I'm like. Because they didn't, they didn't use major blood in that, and I was like, they yeah. could use major blood in that. What the fuck? Yeah, but they give they gave him the shaft. Edward, did you ever watch GI Joe? GI Joe was not something that really translated that much to me. I did play with the toys. Um, I never really got into. Even to this day, I don't really watch a lot of like war uh, stuff or war based stuff. Yeah. Um, but the, it's I think but they, I do they, remember. I do remember the now you know and knowing is half the battle. Oh, yeah, yes, those were always great. But I, I found it interesting, and I'm sure they did it on purpose that they shoot, they use lasers to shoot oh, each other yeah. with instead of instead oh, of bullets. Of course, yeah. To make it to kind of like it tones down. I guess it seems, makes it seem less. And everyone, no well, one no, they never hit anything. They never hit anything, or if they do, you know, someone jumps up right before the tank explodes, exactly. or like if you you parachute <laughs> to safety, so no one's ever getting hurt. The comics uh, were a little better. I yeah, used the comics. Yeah, yeah, I have a problem. People getting shot, or at least you know, yeah. getting actually hurt. Yeah. Uh, did you have any uh, any any particular favorites from GI Joe? Oh, I mean, Snake Eyes is obviously everyone. Oh, um, when I think of figures, uh, oh, yeah, Tunnel Rat, Shockwave, Tunnel Rat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a Shockwave, and uh, Alley Viper is my favorite Viper. He's definitely oh. the most '80s Viper because he's orange with the blue like stripes. Oh yeah. Uh, or, you know, you know what I really like though? I like having like just a Viper or just a Crimson Guard. And I actually have a really nice and tight Crimson Guard. Like his joints are nice. I mean, he's perfect. Ooh, but nice. I like having like multi, like it just feels interesting to have the background characters, especially if you have more than one, like to kind of flesh out the world. Wait, so you like you have the army basically? You have like the forces yeah. of Cobra. You know you're mean, really, like, yeah. In a couple, like I, I never had more than probably two or three at one, you know, but like, being able to like line them up in the background, you're like, oh look, you know, the Viper can come out and fight too. It's not just the the main people. I don't know. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. I had the uh, the only I had figures, but uh, the only big thing I ever had was I forget the name, but it was the the Cobra with that giant black jet. Ah, that they had. I had that SR-71 one. SR seventy one Blackbird. The what now? SR seventy one Blackbird. Wow, you know, like exactly. It's yeah, impressive. Yes, but it came with like Strato Viper. Yes. Pilot. Yes, which I, I love that look. And it had yeah. like the little bonus tiny plane that shot out of it. Yeah. That was my like that was my big G.I. Joe toy. Otherwise I just really had figures. Did you uh send away for I I probably asked you before the uh, the hooded cobra commander? <laughs> Did I already ask you that? <laughs> On a, I so other... well I was just gonna say you had the SR seventy one. I had the other stealth fighter. I still have it in my box that I came oh. in. Um it, I mean I opened it and played with it, but I mean I still no, have still it's um so I have a hooded Cobra Commander. I didn't send away for it. I want to tell you this quick story. I sent away for um, what was his name? It was a it was a GI Joe. It wasn't a Cobra. It was a good guy, and he had um, it was a Captain something, but he had chrome plate. Uh, it was like the chrome chest plate and the chrome helmet. What was it? Uh, remember around what year it was? Uh, let's just say eighty eight, maybe. 
Oh, so it was a little bit later on. Or maybe 87. I don't think it was earlier than that. All right. Um, I have the, uh, I got the. Oh, yeah. You got the, <laughs> the yeah. I have it right here. <laughs> so basically, it was this guy that you could only get with the flag point <laughs> points, send away for it, whatever. Oh, the flag points, right. And so he, he had this like chrome plate, breastplate, and he had a chrome helmet you could take off. It wasn't long range, was it? No, it's like it's like it. You'll know it when you see it. It's like Captain something, or you know, it's got this like noble name or whatever. Captain Mill Special, right? So okay. <laughs> I, I took the helmet off him, his head, and he had a piece of glue on his head. And I was like, oh, I was I was disappointed. And my fi my sister, who's five years older than me, she's like, well, take some of Mom's nail polish removal remover and do that. So she had one of those little jars with a sponge in it. You'd stick your finger into like you know clean off your nail yeah so i took one of those and i stuck his head in it and i moved it around and i pulled it out and all the paint was gone from his face oh no he like started melting and i was like <laughs> screaming at my sister i'm like you did this on purpose <laughs> like, i just got him like an hour before that but i still have him he still got like one eyebrow and like half Ooh. i could probably repaint him is it super trooper yes it's super trooper that's Let's exactly see, i what think is it that guy? It's that guy. That's super okay. That's super true. That is quite crummy. Yeah. He looks. He doesn't look very happy in the picture. No, he's not. There's... He's not one of the better ones. I'll tell you that. I think that was just a some factory screw up or something. I don't know what was going on. I've I've just learned there was a action figure called Skidmark in the GI Joe line too. So oh. yeah, now we all know. <laughs> he's next to Tunnel Rat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I love Tunnel Rat. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, Hit and Run was another one of my favorite Joes. Oh, I don't. Are these like later on? When were these from? I don't they remember were that. Probably one. like 86, 87. Oh, but I, I was into it until like 91. Wow. Like, Wait, so you were post, were you post movie? I was post movie. So I had Globulus. Oh. I had. Um, do, you know uh, voice, do you remember who voiced Globulus? No, uh, Meredith. Mer Burgess uh, Meredith. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking nuts. And, and, and Orson Welles as Unicron. Like, these yeah. two, I mean, obviously different types of actors, but I mean, still two legends of a yeah. different era voicing these crazy. They're probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. what am I saying? I, what am I, I need the money. Just do it. Just go in, say the line. I can see Orson Welles making it some big, like, spectacle, you know? Yeah. Just like, like British men, it's like, what does my person look like? Right. Well, you're this half man, half snake in this floating, weird, fleshy ball. Is your it? army, your army shoots salad <laughs> at people, and it makes fart noises when their guns fire. That's isn't good enough. I got footage, it. Isn't there footage of of um, Orson Welles talking about this character and being like, "What the hell am I saying?" If if there is, I want to see it. Oh my god, I feel like there is. I feel <laughs> I like I'm perfect, but I could be wrong. Oh, I just gotta say, by uh, Firefly was my favorite. Oh, Firefly's good. Yeah, yeah was, I think it was just because it was just this guy. Like you don't know who he is in the yeah. very camouflage, and he had explosives. Yay! <laughs> you ever watch the parody? Uh, uh, the more you know, videos. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I, think, I think I watched more of those than I actually watched of. The first time my buddy and I saw those, I mean, we were. I almost threw up because I was laughing <laughs> so hard. It was too much to handle. Yeah, I think one of my favorites didn't even involve any. It was any GI Joes. It was just a kid falling off a cliff, and it's like shit. As he goes down, I just like when uh, what's his name with the he can go underwater. He comes up, and he's oh, like, yeah. he does deep, or, uh, does or Butterfly, who is like, like it's in his mouth, like it's in his oh, wait, wait, barbecue. 
Oh, it's firework? part of the, yeah, it's yeah. Barbecue, my bad. Like, he like vaporizes the one kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fucking love it. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> Sorry, it, uh, it's too oh, funny. Pork chop sandwiches, dude. Don't forget about pork chop sandwiches. Oh, my God. So many. Those were, those were awesome. There was, uh, was it Fensler Films that did that, I think? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's who it was. Down the line, I could just do a, a strictly G.I. Joe episode. Because mm. that could be like a couple hours right there. Yeah. Uh, but that G.I. Joe was also, that would have been my last choice if you hadn't said it. So you beat me to it. Yeah. Oh, uh, so Edward, I, I think you, I know you have at least one more, but do, do you have more than one or just oh, one? I have two more? Yeah. Okay. What do you get next? Uh, so next I have Ren and Stimpy. Mm. And that's, they think that was on this. That was just on like all the time on Nickelodeon. I, I know mm. I watched it on Saturdays. Yeah. It, it, they, it's a weird, they had a weird life. So first it was on Nickelodeon. Then they made a more risque version for MTV, which was also Viacom. Uh, but then also, years and years down the line, the original crea- creators and all the original voice actors were involved in a, like, essentially a softcore porn version called The Lost Episodes. Is it on uh, Spike TV? No, no, no. This was like an actual, actual, like, not okay for TV. Like, like oh. it literally showed, like, boobies and, like, Basically, like uh, it was about <laughs> them going, going to the beach, and like uh, Ren gets a boner at one point, oh and uh, Stimpy <laughs> chops up and snorts a starfish. Like, yeah, it was like a real like. And the my wife and I like we had watched it, not knowing what it was, and it, we just like shut it off after a few minutes. We're like, yeah, this isn't. I don't feel comfortable watching this. Wow, weird. Yeah, it's even if I ever see like any drawings or cartoons of something that you know people are doing their like their own like art online, but if it's like a weird adult depiction of something, I'm like, no, why? But this is all the original people who made it. It's, it was like an actual. Oh, but still, I mean, that, that makes it even worse. But yeah, you know, ah, it's just so weird when people do that stuff. Yeah. But no, I I watched like the first really two or three seasons, especially. I was big into. Like I had the I had the the nose goblins I picked them myself T shirt <laughs> back in high school. I went to my third grade Halloween. My mom made a super stimpy custom costume, nice. where I took a Superman costume and then she custom made this giant stimpy mouth and head. And my face was in the middle of his open mouth, and there was a tongue that like drooped down. That's awesome. Uh, I'm still trying to find a picture of it. Like that's the only costume I can't find a picture of from back in the day. But um, yeah, I loved. I also loved like the close-ups. Whenever they did the disgusting close-ups, oh, um, so like, it was those. way different. And you'd see like you'd see like the pores, and then like they were so gross. And yeah, all disgusting are like rotten teeth. Yeah. Are you making me think now? You say teeth. You're making me think of the uh, the the nerve ending fairy. Yeah, all of his teeth. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's like it hurts to think about. Um, there's uh, actually an artist. Uh, he's mainly a mask maker, but he has done some. Like, have you ever have you guys seen the movie Freaked? Alex. Oh Robert yeah, movie? yeah. Like a lot of it, like his style looks like, the, like his mask. It's called. He's called Imaginarium Delirium. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does like awesome work, but he does paintings too. But he's done some like Ren and Simpy specific stuff like that. But it's, it's like all that crazy, like, like hyper, almost like kind of hyper realistic style, but like weird, disgusting on top mm-hmm. of that. But he did a painting of like a collage and he, uh, I was excited because he included Mrs. Buttloves in there. 
with the uh, that's that's the woman in the, in the fire one who's like like save my walrus and all that stuff so <laughs> uh, it, it was i forgot she existed by name until i saw that again it made me laugh <laughs> it was i was like butter toast man and in the I log commercials remember there's just like a log commercial like there's many many log commercials yes I like the powder toast because it can, powder toast can contain vitamin F. Yeah. <laughs> Which always, even back then, like, I got that as like a 14 year old. Like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I still have two more. Ben, how many do, do you still have two more? Do you have I have one more? more. Oh, what's your last one? My last one is Silverhawks. Silverhawks. So I liked Thundercats just fine. But when Silverhawks came out, I was like, that's my jam. Yeah. I can and, see that. Uh, I loved uh, Monstar as the villain. Oh. Yeah, he um, was an awesome villain. Yeah, he was better than Mumra, I think. Did he have a? Was it a squid that he rode around on? Yeah, yeah. That was. That was nice. I, I mean, yeah. Was it cheesy? Of course it was. But at the same time, I loved the story. I just I related to that more than I did Thundercats. But I love Thundercats. Don't get me wrong. I watched that too. It's not you know I I didn't eschew Thundercats, but when Silver, especially when their when their face plates would go over, like they just look badass. Yeah. Now, what was the? Uh, there was a cowboy one. He like it was like a keytar that he played. Yeah, he played a keytar and he was the pilot of the ship. Yeah, the two but twins. When there was the or the twins, the brother and sister, uh, heart, steel heart, and Braveheart or something like that. I don't remember all the names of my I, the I two saw small that, ones. I saw that less than I thought. I'm sure it was the same company, but I was like, "This is a Thundercats ripoff." I'm still yeah, gonna watch company. it, but it's it's totally it's, yeah, the same company. Yeah, and about the same same time. Frame, probably? Yeah, it came out like a year after Thundercats. Yeah, I get to re- I got to revisit that, but because I I know like there's when um what's the bad guy's name again? I'm, I've already forgotten. A monster, I think. Monster. Did he had some kind of thing he had to like recite as he's because he would like he would, he would be in one form and he like burst out of it. Yes. Like his. Well, Mumra did that too. They did, yeah. But I think yeah, Monster like, burst out of that. Yeah. Well, Monster wasn't like a weak kind of thing he was still like right. like kind he of badass he just became yeah, he more was, badass exactly yeah but then he had, he had the giant space squid he wrote on which was freaking awesome yeah the whole, that i mean it was what one season i think i have it at all that's all it was they only made yeah. one no it's too bad a lot of shows were like that back then though mm-hmm. uh, um i'll fire off a, a quick one and this was either way uh looney tunes i was always big on looney tunes oh, always oh, yeah, yeah. And, of course so so, you know, after school, it was, I think, my version, at least uh, what we had around here, WLVI TV 56, it was like my, like the Bugs Bunny and Mighty Mouse show, but it was there was mm-hmm. a lot more Looney Tunes than Mighty Mouse. But then they on the weekends they had, it was like that like later 50s, early 60s stuff, like when they were starting the production quality was starting to get a little mm-hmm. shaky, and but I still watched it all. But I would, on in this version, I would have like, you know, the, the classic Chuck Jones or like the uh, Bob McKimson or... Like that kind of Bob Clampett stuff would be that's that would be like you know I'd get like three or four of those in like my in the half hour block of, of those mm-hmm. kinds of things. But yeah, I was I mean it's still I'm all, I still watch them to this day and laugh. Right. A lot of them are well, some of them are on HBO Max, which is pretty cool. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I've uh, I've acquired them in in certain ways myself nice. over, <laughs> over time. But uh, and my my buddy Scott has he has like five hundred of them on his. On just plus wow. shares of me, so, but yeah, I, I was always big on the Looney Tunes. Uh, just for the, for the sake of time, I won't get into too much, but you know, that was that was a staple of like pretty much every day of the week except Sundays for me. Nice. So yeah, yeah, Looney Tunes. 
Hey, Edward, do you have – this is the one that I think that you'll last, and it's the one that confused me by the intro. Uh, Mighty Max? Yes, and I, I actually have the intro. Can we play the intro to see if Ben is, is yeah. confused? Sure, sure. Uh, here it goes. <laughs> fuck's happening yeah all right so <laughs> mighty max was a, a show that was based around the toy line that was basically like the uh the boy version of polly pocket if you know what polly pocket is no no okay so polly pocket and mighty max they were both made by the same company uh i believe it's called bluebird um and they're out of the uk but basically they were like these miniature miniature toys here um uh, and they open up i don't know if you can see that yep you open them up, and on the inside, there's like different play sets. And these ones are super hard to open, and I have giant fingers, and they're made for children. But uh, you open up, and it comes with these super miniature toys. So in this one, it's like a Frankenstein-esque theme. So everything on the inside is Frankenstein-esque. So you have this little creature here who's uh, Frankenstein-esque. Then you have this little Mighty Max who... In every different version, he's a different uh, he's a different creature. I don't know if you can see. It froze in your hand movie. right now, so we yeah, can't my thing is, I see it. It's a hundred percent frozen, which is great. <laughs> oh man! Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there are these little sets, and each one has a different theme. So that's why you're seeing um, all those different things. So the alien episode, there'd be like an alien theme and an alien bad guys and all that kind of stuff. So that was one of them. And then um, as it went on, the sets got bigger and bigger, even with and just got a lot of small pieces. Parents hated them because they were always having to buy these little tiny, like micro microscopic pieces in some cases for less than um, or more than they were worth. Probably it was like $20 to replace like one of these little mighty max. Uh, so here's another one. For example, I don't know if I'm still frozen. Yes. Um, <laughs> Side profile. On your face now, not your hand. But perfect. I see myself on here, so it's it's it is recording. It'll get there. But this is like another one. So you open it up. Yeah. You open it up, and there'd be like uh, there's all these just different villains. There's things you can ride on at some points. Okay. So like, I think I was confused because it just looked like this like random trial was sucked into other dimensions. We. Constantly trying to be murdered by weird creatures, and there's an yeah, owl. It was just like, another, it was another here. situation where the 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 show was made to sell more toys. Um, Polly Pocket is the the girl version, where it's basically like imagine just Barbie, but like microscopic, fits in a little playset. Um, they had some really cheap ones that you could get at uh, McDonald's. 
where Mighty Max couldn't come up. All the pieces were kind of just stuck in there, and there was like a crank on the bottom that just like so there was like an mm -hmm. ice an ice monster, for instance, and like you were just able to spin Mighty Max around on the um, on the ice around this ice monster that was mm -hmm. in the middle. Um, but yeah, it was pretty big, pretty big back then, and now like there's like people making custom ones um, that go for a lot of money based off of like today's stuff. Like what would mighty max do against like the terrifier clown or, um, <laughs> and, and things like that. And like people are just making all these customs all the time. And the old ones, depending on what you go, there's like the, um, there's like a really big sealed market where people are really wanting. There's like one that was, um, this giant ship. It was like the one everybody was after. It was like the wolf ship or something like that. And that's probably not the name, but it was like way bigger than the regular set you would get. Even back then, it was probably like $120. Uh, and yeah. now it goes for like $500 or something like that. And there was like um, there was like this volcanic mountain one where you went against the main bad guy, the main villain in the in the uh, series. And that was like this giant set that came with like 13 or 14 miniatures with it as well. So, yeah, it was something I always liked playing with and... Uh, my friends, we collected them, we traded them, and that kind of thing. That's fun. I mean, it's, it's, that's great. It's, it's always nice when you have those things. You can have those memories. I, I don't have like I have like zero toys from when I grew up. Really sad. I don't have any of the original ones except for my original Nintendo. These are all like ones that I purchased as an adult. I'm saying I haven't even done that. So oh, <laughs> you got me beat there. <laughs> uh, my last. Uh, Talked about oh you're, those are your wife's Ninja Turtles. Yes, well that yes those aren't mine. But okay. uh, that last was a, a was a Saturday morning was a Spider Man and his amazing friends was my oh my yeah last, ah. which, the song I don't remember that the intro song oh, yeah. was pretty awesome. But yeah, it was just a uh, it was it was fun because it was Spider Man. Uh, it was just a weird pairing of him, Iceman, and um, Fire Firestar. I, I, she was, I think she was created for that show and then was oh, brought into that. comic books afterwards. Yeah. But yeah the, I loved how, even though he lived in Aunt May's apartment, he was somehow able to create this room where if you pull the statue, and like everything, everything flipped. Yeah. I, how, how did it happen? They never explain how it happened. I just, all I can think of whenever you, I think of that show is the Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going around, you know, making his uh, his ice. I just he's just polluting the world with ice. Like it's you it know, just, it's break a car. You know, he's going to cause some damage. Yeah, it, it, it's going to stay for a while. It's probably going to melt away eventually. But it's yeah, just, but it's like it's gonna break. It'll probably fall on somebody. There's one, yeah, pretty I rude. Did you ever watch the Japanese Spider-Man series from way back in the day? Oh, the live action one. Probably, yeah, yeah. probably a weekend afternoon. I've seen a little bit of that. I mean, the '70s one I remember as a kid, but the motorcycle and the the the, the Power Rangers Zords. Yeah, yeah those yeah, vague memories of that. Yes, <laughs> I also remember him from a uh, Electric Company Spider-Man Two. Electric company. Remember electric company. Oh yeah, yeah. There was some. I forget. There were some bizarre storylines on those ones. Mm -hmm. No, I think I think Morgan Freeman was Dracula in one of those Spider-Man ones. Oh my god! Interesting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and true, actually. True. <laughs> no, that, that but that was my last one for uh, for the Spider-Man. I'll make that one quick. I just real quick too. After you know the cartoons were over by like eleven or so. So <laughs> if you had if you. Probably may if you stayed watching TV, you jumped into like probably like a movie or something afterwards. What do you think you may have watched afterwards? 
There was, there was these like, and I remember it was, I would always know it was like noon. Cause you know, shows would start showing diminishing returns by 1030. And then next thing you know, it's like small wonder or. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Saturday morning stories or whatever they were called. It was like a book that would open and was like yeah. a fantasy thing. That was noon. Like, I'm like, okay, it's time for lunch. Cause now this, this crap's on. Yeah. Although there was one show of that. It was this boy and his sister that got stuck in their house, and their house got like fell into a river and like floated away. Um, like, live action? With, it was live action, yeah. So they were stuck in this house, floating down this river, and they like met other people, and all this stuff happened. I, I don't remember the name of it, but it sticks out in my memory. It was an ongoing series. No, I think it was okay. only like a, one of the one stories. Like, it was probably like an hour or something like that. Like a twenty-five episode season with their house floating for. No, I think it was. Episode episode arc. Oh, I can't remember. I would love to try to oh. figure it out. Wow, yeah. that's bizarre. <laughs> I know it's weird things to remember, right? It, yeah, I I, uh, I I don't remember. I thought it was Saturday morning. So it could have been Sunday. I used to watch uh, whatever day it was. Was WWF Superstars of Wrestling was a big one for me. Saturday mornings for sure. Was it oh, Saturday mornings? It. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, it was always like you know, like a, an established wrestler versus a nobody destroying them. I need to have like the interview segments where someone got attacked from behind or. Yes. Yeah, and then you occasionally had like one. Yeah, you have like Jim the Anvil Nightheart versus Coco Beware is the main event today, and <laughs> you know, not big names, but you know, like ooh, two people who are like good yeah. you know, like, fight each other. So that was that was fun, but uh, and because again, because I did it myself and it was big in the area, there was uh, Channel Five had a Candlepin Bowling program that I'd watch with my dad. So actually, I've recently found online someone has posted a bunch of those, so I began watching those again. Shout out to Tom Olsta, local candlepin legend wow but yeah so that that's it's fun but i had distinct memories of repeat viewings of them tarantula and war of the worlds um on like on our, one of our local stations wspk tv 38 back in the day as like that would be like a saturday afternoon thing wow so, dude you know yeah. what you made my mind go to what's that i had no idea until recently that d'lo brown paralyzed darren drozdoff Oh, you didn't know that? No, until recently, until that mm-hmm. that show that uh, Dark oh, Side the, of the Mat or whatever, Dark Side of the Ring. Ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that I've watched a bunch of those. There's, there's some really dark things that happen in, in that. Mostly Vince McMahon's behind most of it, but yeah. Did you happen to to watch the New Jack episode? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I, I do. You, I don't know, Ben, if you were familiar with uh, New Jack from ECW or like '90s wrestling or like vaguely. He. Uh, well, you know, ECW was extreme championship yep. wrestling, yep. so they, there was a lot more violence and stuff. But New yep. Jack, especially, he would uh, he, he wrestled this guy who seventeen the years old. Yeah, but he, he said he was twenty one, and he asked to be bladed by New Jack, who used a scalpel on him and hit an artery in his forehead. And they showed the, the footage during this episode, and it, it was really hard to watch. He, I don't know, it messed him up. It was. Pretty, pretty awful. I was just the guy was really excited to be in a match with New Jack, and he's like, "Oh, just like give it all to me." And, and New Jack went over the top, like he never used a scalpel before, used an yeah. actual scalpel, Metal many, scalpel. many staples, like like. Oh, uh, it was. Yeah, yeah. What was so his name? It was like Mass Transit. Man, the, guy, the guy lived. He lived. He's... He went to the. He, he went to the hospital. Like he was like, 
so many things. And then New Jack was never apologized for it. The guy was way, way overweight too. He ended up, uh, he ended up dying an early death. New and, Jack, and he was like, and it, no, 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 New, Jack, New Jack died like last week. Yeah, but, he just um, died. Yeah. Oh, but the guy ended up dying. Yeah, the other I think guy. Was complications from uh, like, like gastric bypass or something. That yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there's like all this footage of New Jack being like, I don't care that he's dead. Like, like this is horrible. This whole he was, thing he was a horrible guy. Like he was, there was a, uh, he's known for like this huge like thing that he did where he threw someone off of like the rafters scalpel in an arena off of scalpel thing onto onto tables. But he's <laughs> like, well, I was trying to hit him, on, throw him on the floor. Like yeah. basically would have killed him. Like and and he was just a crazy guy. He like he actually he actually tased that person first before he threw them off too. Yeah, yeah. But he like stapled dollar bills to his head and he'd be bleeding the whole match. Like till yeah. like till the day he died, he had all these scars all over his forehead. Oh my god, his self forehead was like raw hamburger. It's crazy. But yeah, like as as someone who has probably seen anything and everything in like a horror movie, like watching if you ever like care to find, I'm sure you can find it online, but it was hard to watch that footage of him. Uh, yeah. His forehead. It was like a 450 pound 17 year old kid. Just getting like literally dominated by this, like, like jacked, you know, probably on cocaine. Cause he oh, had yeah, a lot he... of drug charges and stuff. Yes. Um, lots of assault charges before that, like before he was a wrestler, he had already been to prison and stuff like, like just beating the shit out of the 17 year old kid and everybody, even the crowd like had to look away. Like, yeah, it was rough. Wow. That's an unexpected new Jack talk. Yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> uh, I think that was all I had for stuff. I've watched that. <laughs> Edward, what, do you, what were you uh, watching after the cartoons? So I had one on the list that I had sent you. However, uh, oh, now that's now that uh, we're into the, realm of being able to watch things that were like live action and stuff like that definitely i would have to mention power rangers but i wanted to mention big bad beetleborgs because it was such a weird show let me tell you what this show is about and, and it, this would be one that you could probably bring the uh intro up for but it was basically about these kids who got bullied these tiny like young kids who got bullied uh the bullies tell them to go into this haunted mansion which is doesn't even look like a haunted mansion. It just looks like a regular house that you'd see on any street oh, that just has haunted mansion on it. They go inside and there is a like budget version of Frankenstein, the mummy, um, the genie from Aladdin and all, all, all like the universal monsters, but not the universal monsters because of copyright reasons. And the genie grants them whatever wish they want. And they wish to be the comic book characters the big bad Beetleborgs, and then they turn into robots. And then the rest of the show is them kind of fighting crime as these robots called the big bad Beetleborgs. And also, going, amazing. yeah. And, and the, the genie is like a cross between like, between like the genie from Aladdin and like, um, Jay Leno. Like, they like oh, giant yeah, yeah, I've seen pictures of that guy before. That's yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, I can actually, if you, I don't even want ice, I, I can share the uh, intro from YouTube if anyone yeah, cares to yeah, see yeah. it. I'm, in, I'm intrigued. All right, here we go. Let's, let me uh, share the screen. It should bring it up. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, they all, I should say they all got powers as well, like with, with getting the, uh, the costumes. Definitely inspired by Power Rangers. It actually, when it started, it actually beat Power Rangers in that time slot. Wow. 
But it was only like three seasons or something. That Frankenstein, you needed some help. Yeah. It, it's funny because uh, they took footage from Power Rangers, like the original, where Power Rangers all got their stuff from like uh, Super Sentai and, and that kind of thing. And then another show called VR Troopers also got some stuff from Super Sentai as well as some other shows. So Big Bag Beetleborgs got all the robot footage and all of the um, uh, fighting footage from the same show as VR Troopers. And then they both, because they had both shows, Saban had both shows on at the same time, they literally ran out of footage and basically had to cancel both shows. Oh, my God. You couldn't yeah. just make new footage? I'm sure they were making money. Yeah, I mean, Sab- he's just like a, was known to be like a very, very cheap per- Like Until like the eighth or ninth season of Power Rangers, they own all the footage that was like all the Power Ranger footage was just used footage from like the 80s and ni- early 90s. Um Weird. They'd only just show like the the actors with the helmet off, shoot them in front of a green screen, then put them like, you know, the only time you ever see the actual actors not in fighting mode was like them at their local juicery because kids hang out at a juicery. Um, you didn't, and, and, and in a public park, and that was the only time. Those were the only places you ever saw them as their regular selves for like ten seasons. Holy shit! This is blowing <laughs> mine. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta gotta rethink your life. I mean, I would never watched Power Rangers that much, but it's still blowing my mind. <laughs> I think the last thing was like, if you went outside instead of watch more crazy bullshit on TV, what would you be doing away from the TV? Oh, I mean, I'd be riding my bike around with my friends. We'd go in a convenient buying lemon heads and Boston big beans and other shit in Arizona iced tea and just riding around. Yeah, I did, I did a lot of that too. I, I played a lot of wiffle ball also. Mm. That was dope. and and candlepin bowling, of course, because <laughs> and then I'm I'm not joking. That's that's what I did. So I would go to candlepin bowling, but all the bowlers would get mad at me because my mom was in the league, I wasn't. But I'd I'd I they had a free Dunkin' Donuts, so I'd have like twelve donuts that were made that were there for all the uh, the bowlers. But I'd just sit there eating donuts. Hey, free is free, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I personally would go to the vending machine and get the Choco Bliss after I finished. Ah, Choco Bliss or the uh, or the Andy Cap Hot Fries. Mm. I remember I was only one time ever in a in a Candlepin Bowling League, and I had, like I wanted like my, our name to be like the Terminators or um, the Night Rider, like cool names. And I remember I just had these like fucking lame people on my team. They were like, "We'll be called the Frisky Ferrets." Really? Yeah. The frisky. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. like. Old people or no, no, no. They were. It was like a younger. It was like a, a ten to twelve league or something like that. Mm. Yeah, um, it was That's like a brother and sister, and then me on the team. It was weird, and then one other kid who was really bad. Uh, but we still ended up. It was like we ended the season. I think like number two out of like twenty. All right, frisky ferrets. Yeah, the silver. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, I don't even, <laughs> dude. I'm just remembering that right now. It's so weird. Oh, what was your average back then? I don't know what my average was. You know what? You no, know, I did realize coming to Los Angeles is that big ball bowling is so much easier than candlepin bowling. Well, There's like scores, yeah. Okay, so like my first time ever doing big ball bowling, I was talking ten pin, talking to ten pin bowling. Oh, ten pin. I don't know. I just call it bowling, but uh. 
but uh, no, I love I love Candlepin. I, I think it takes a lot more skill. But uh, yeah, so the first time I ever did ten pin bowling, um, I was not paying attention. I was at a college uh, thing in Massachusetts. It was for like program committee, and I was on the phone while I was bowling, <laughs> talking to talking to uh, my ex girlfriend. We had almost like we were like getting it back together or she was like flirting with me, whatever it was. So I was not paying attention whatsoever. And I think I bowled like over 200 and mm-hmm. it was like almost every single time. Like I'd never done it before. And almost every single time was a strike, if not a spare. So, Damn. and then I never was able to replicate that again when I was actually paying attention. But I would say now, like every time I go out here, my average is probably somewhere around like a 110 to 120. But like I'm terrible at candlepin now because I didn't have any practice. I can still I can still pull out an 85 candlepin bowling these days. I go like once a year now. Yeah, actually I went 10 pin bowling today with my son because it was raining here and we needed something to do. So I got a double strike today. Hell yeah! And then and then a gutter ball right afterwards. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ben, what was your bowling average? Can't oh, leave I. <clears throat> I didn't bowl too much. I like bowling. I just it wasn't a thing I did a lot. But uh, I mean, I think I feel like my highest was probably like a one twenty or something. But that was like in a really really good day. <laughs> so yeah. it's not very good. Although I, I I do like the game. You know, I, I enjoy it. It's just it wasn't part of my childhood. You know, I, I'll save it for after the show. But I'm going to send you each a clip if it still exists of a professional ten pin bowler named Pete Weber. Who is the "quote unquote" bad boy of bowling? Uh, okay, yeah, I'll I'll like, try to explain it, but it'll be funnier when you see it. He uh, he, he would get like really riled up after he'd get a strike at the crowd all cheering for him, which you know is not usual for bowling, right? So it was one occasion that he like nailed like a really important shot, and he's like, "Yeah, everyone, woo!" He's he like he just like he just yells out to nobody, "Who do you think you are? I am." <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see that? Uh, I think it's like documentary now or whatever the the Bill Hader series where they do fake documentaries. Oh, the first yeah. That's, that's what it reminds me of. There's like a Michael C. Hall plays this bowler that does the same thing. I think he might be playing that character. He uh, very well could be. There was one other one that uh, he hits like a strike and he gets it's it's like more quiet. So he gets like the polite applause and he sits down and there's a camera to his left. He just turns and goes, "That's right." <laughs> and he goes back to like blocking the game. Weird shit. Wow. Pete Weber. If you're listening, Pete Weber, if you're listening, good for you. Congratulations on your success. I remember bowling was always on channel three before you turned to the video game. Uh, <laughs> bowling channel, would be- what? Yeah. Wait, wait, when you lived in Massachusetts or New yeah, Hampshire? Yeah, or- yeah, yeah. Candlebin bowling was always on channel three. And then I'd switch it over to video games. And then I'd come back. I was still bowling like hours later. That was always static for me. I never really. I, yeah, I think it was like our our public access channel was like channel oh. three. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Wait. So this was this was not rabbit ears antenna. It was this was like cable channel three. Uh, I mean, it was probably there was probably some crossover. It was probably still rabbit ears. Oh, okay. That just sounds bizarre to me, but hey, whatever. Yeah. You had you had bowling. You had Kindleton bowling. That's what's important. Yeah. Right. Oh, we talk way too much about cannibal bowling, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I think that really that that wraps it up. Uh, I had the one the, the I think I had the the one uh, after school or or going outside thing. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I no didn't need. <laughs> uh, I was I was a weird kid. I was I was uh, so I did one year of Cub Scouts, then hated it. Hmm. But but I also liked keeping the the knife and making spears and stuff like that. So my friends okay. would we I lived right near like a, a forest, and we literally would go into the forest and like make teepees and stuff with uh, Home Depot like like uh, tarps and stuff like that and find logs and time together. And then we make all these spears that we thought were like traps and stuff. Um, like, Oh, if you, if you enter this area without us knowing you'll fall on spears. Like we literally like, like first blood. Yeah. Yeah. Like we literally <laughs> at one point, like, uh, and this was so dangerous. Now that I think about it. We like, there was, ar- there was already a hole there. I don't even know what the hole was from. Maybe like a tree fell over or something. But there's this huge, like, I want to say, like, six feet wide and probably, like, three foot deep hole. And we put a bunch of spears sticking out of the bottom. And then we put logs over it and put put branches over the log or leaves over the log. So you couldn't even tell that there was a hole there. So if someone was to walk by, they'd pretty much, like, fall on spears uh, <laughs> underneath. Why? Yeah, that was the fun I had as a little kid, and then we played Mortal Kombat two a lot as well. Nice. Oh, all right. That's 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 more fun than wait, potential wait. potential unintentional manslaughter. <laughs> manslaughter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that that's even a even finer note to end on then for the show. Uh, I really thank you guys. I mean, the show is usually an hour, but I mean it was fun talking for the extra. 30, uh, 30 or 40 minutes more than usual because of all the uh, the content that we discussed. So I, I appreciate you both giving your time to uh, to do yeah. this and, and rekindle some nice memories. Watch more cartoons. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, you could just get the DVDs and just put them on your, uh, your Chromecasts or whatever is in the morning. Look up on YouTube. Look up some of the Saturday morning cartoons. Right. In commercials. Okay. Goodbye. I want answers. No.